What do you think? Ready to go? Hello. Yep. You think we're ready to go? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Are you going to have anything in your back pocket here? There's, the only thing in my back pocket is uh, that I want to be there is your hand. <laughs> okay, save it. You got all your TV watching anyways. All right. There was something else funny that happened to you, though. Well, let's do this. I'd like to remember what was funny that happened to you. It'll come to you. All right, everybody, welcome to our... Cent- uh, what, what's the term for a 10? Centennial? No, that's 100. <laughs> well, you like decade before. Has this been rolling? Yeah, don't worry about that. Oh. Hmm. Welcome to our decade broadcast. I guess that doesn't even sound right. Welcome to episode 10, Start to Continue podcast. Yeah, welcome. This I'm is, Joe. This is Bill. Uh, frustrating times. Frustrating times. How about you tell the listeners what we've been doing for the last uh, probably two hours now? Uh, it's at least been two hours trying to get our microphones to talk to this crappy MacBook. Uh, it's just frustrating. Fuck the Mac. The Mac. It's not the Mac. It's the GarageBand program. I don't know what it is. Well, we tried Audacity. Uh, it. We have two awesome mics that will not talk at the same time to the computer, which is frustrating. And uh, then we plugged in one of our old mics with our new mic, and that didn't work. And then uh, we got it working for a second, but we couldn't get the monitor output to pump out to our headphones, so we couldn't tell what it sounded like. And, uh, uh, man. So if anybody has any kind of suggestion, please email us at starttocontinuedmail at gmail.com. Well, it looks like we have to send away one of these microphones yeah. to the manufacturer to get it reprogrammed, which is brilliant. What a great what, design. What was uh, Blue's design? Every single Yeti microphone that they make has the same serial number recognized by the computer. Hmm. Is this just a Mac thing, or is it... I don't know. I don't have a PC. Maybe Why don't you bring your fucking laptop in? Because they're old and crappy. So? It still records. I wonder if we just try it here on a PC just to see what they do. We went out, we purchased a powered USB hub to hopefully trick the computer into seeing different inputs, but that didn't work. Anyways. Anyway, enough of our bitching. Ah, great. So. All right, sir, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, we talked last show how I put that uh, unboxing of... Uh, Bob Dylan's Basement Tapes on vinyl. I think we've been talking about, it, about that a bit and how I've ordered it and I was waiting for it and I finally got it. Have you seen uh, what's, your, what's your latest view count on the YouTube site? Uh, it's almost 700. Wow. <laughs> a lot more. I don't than, get it, man. A lot more than this show. <laughs> I guess the, uh, the Bob heads are, are really into that show, eh? Well, yeah, it's... Um, And I I posted it as an initial impressions. I didn't know really what was inside of it. So, and I think that's what a lot of people are looking for to find out what's inside the box. And, uh, but I, we didn't talk about uh, what it actually sounded like or any kind of reviews. So I'd like to uh, take a minute and tell everyone that the sound is, is good. The music is great. Um, Basically, uh, they had 
over 20 reels of quarter inch tape to restore. Um, one of the original members of the band, Garth Hudson, had all these tapes for years and years sitting in storage. And uh, it was brought actually to a producer here in Toronto, an engineer in Toronto, to uh, restore. And now, these were tapes that you had said were found. Um, what was it? The guy found them just uh, in someone's basement, or what was it? St- storage area? No, that was a whole another. That was a whole another. These aren't the basement tapes. Yeah, these are the basement tapes. Those are a whole bunch of acetates that were found earlier this year oh, in com- New York. Oh, that's that, right, in that, that house. That was something else. These, uh, like Garth always knew he had them. He knew he wanted to do something with them at some point, and uh, Sony finally got their act together and started uh, work on restoration. So, and surprisingly, they worked on it here in Toronto on Young Street. There's a little studio. Which is apropos because uh, the basement tapes included the work from the band, who is a Toronto act, and they would play up and down Young Street, right, at certain clubs. And, uh, well, where the Hard Rock Cafe is now? Yeah. That used to be called the Friars Club. Okay, I remember that name. And uh, now it's the Hard Rock. And I think the studio is somewhere around there. So this is where um, the Q107 studios is right that hard rock? yeah yeah it was called friar's tavern actually and uh mm-hmm. these two guys uh, i think his name jan Houst and peter moore were in charge of restoration on uh, all this old magnetic tape like it was even moldy they even had to take like an iron and iron out a lot of the tape really that, that whole process would be fascinating to me yeah and he had to unspool miles and miles of it and re-spool it by hand to get it back on the reels and they had to get specially designed equipment to play at that speed because that speed of, you know, isn't used anymore in the recording industry. So it was quite a process, and I'm happy to say everything sounds awesome on the tracks I have. I have the vinyl package, which is uh, equals two CDs worth. And if you were to buy the uh, big CD package, it's six CDs, so I have two CDs worth of that. Altogether, they cleaned up 138 performances and pumped them out. But what I have on vinyl it sounds like it's hissy, and it's uh, boomy at times. But uh, yeah, but that's the whole beauty of it. It's yeah, like, <clears throat> it's like when you buy a vinyl LP, you want to hear hear that crackle and you know the the originality of the of the recording. Right? Well, it definitely adds a texture, but it, it just validates the uniqueness and rarity and age of the recording. And you can get the feel of the actual cement basement they were recording in. So I, I, I basically all I can tell you people is uh, go out and buy it if you're a Bob fan. It's a good. Uh, it's something. It's like historical artifact. It's great. And where can they check out the unboxing again? The video. It's on YouTube. Our YouTube channel, which is uh, I don't know what's it called. Start to continue. I don't know. That's yeah. I think that's what the channel's called. I think start to continue. Oh, shit. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Professional. But um, the funny thing was, too, uh, I bought it off Amazon for a crazy price, which I was hoping would go down, but it never did. So I bought it anyways. And uh, the other day I submitted a review to it, and the the item popped up again. It's what, like 30 bucks cheaper? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. 
I was furious. Um, yeah, well, that's always the case, man. That I was furious. Yeah, and yeah. the price usually tends to go down after a little bit, right? After, uh, so, well, I needed restitution immediately. So I searched through the entire website. I finally found their customer service information, which is hard to find, by the way. But if you do, they give you a phone number or you can do an online chat. So I did an online chat saying how uh, unfair this is to me, a loyal customer, that suddenly this price is $30 cheaper. And uh, some girl got back to me right away from India. And, well, she had a huge name, a lot of consonants. And uh, she fixed the problem right away. She said, well, just refund you $23 because she actually did the math. I just, in my instant thought it was 30 but it was really about $23 once you do the math oh. and she refunded it to my account apparently uh, and you can't find this on the website anywhere but if the price goes down seven days after you receive the product you can ask them for a refund of the difference that's pretty good what's the actual return policy <clears throat> is it you still got like 15 days or 30 days I think you have I think you got like a couple months, don't you? Like uh-huh. three months. Never try to return anything. Yeah, that's what I wrote to this person. I said, "Listen, I'm I'm at the point where I just might box this back up and send it back, and then reorder it at the cheaper price. Cause that's what I'll do for twenty bucks." And uh, luckily, we didn't have to go through all that. So that was good. Cool. Um, as well, keeping on with the records. It was a record store day on Black Friday. Oh, remember. I forget, do you got a record store place that, that sells that uh, up in Barrie? <laughs> a record store place that sells yeah. records? Well, I remember you said you want, no, uh, record store day doesn't, doesn't apply to all the record stores, though, right? It's only select locations. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's mostly, they want independent record stores. And in Barrie, we only have, we have Sunrise Records, which I hate buying from. They're still open? Yeah. Because they make you join their select club, so you have to pay a membership fee. And that'll get you inside the door earlier to get the at the records before anyone else. So it's really a, a, just a heist, a big upsell. <coughs> uh, but we also have a, an independent record store called uh, BJ Records and Nostalgia. And they're right downtown Barrie. And that's the only drawback to me is i got to get downtown if I want to go there. But Which is how far from your place? Oh, it's not far, and it's just typical downtown where you got to... Typical laziness of Bill. you got to try and find parking. Got to get into my car. There's snow in all the streets. Got to drive 10 minutes. There's bums everywhere. Oh, fuck. Here we go, bums. <laughs> you guys got bums in Barrie? Yeah, of course. What yeah. do you mean, of course? What, does in every town? I don't know. I don't know. I don't see any around my place, but... Well, I, just rabble. How about that? It's oh, just rabble. Riff, riff. Yeah, so... Um, you sure they're just not teenagers and you're an old man? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, there could be some Fearless of that. Those fucking kids. There, yeah, there could be some of that. Skateboarding around. There could be some of that, but you know, that's ex- that's why you go to Yorkdale, right? Yeah. So, anyways, I actually made the the I traversed to the downtown to uh, go to BJ Records. Um, I got there at ten thirty on the Black Friday which is record store day, because I thought he was open at 10. I get to the door, he's only he's actually only open at 11. So, so you're uh, the first guy in line? Well, well, I'm a little frustrated because 
what am I going to do for a half hour? And really, I snuck out of the house anyways to go on this record store hunt because I had many jobs to do at home. But uh, as I was about to turn back to the car, I saw the, the owner coming up the street, and he actually let me in the store half an hour early. Oh, nice. Yeah, so again, a big shout-out to BJ Records downtown. Uh, I got in there, and uh, he, he wasn't very happy to report that. Uh, his record suppliers barely sent him any uh, record store day releases. You know, there probably was around 120 releases that day, and he got maybe 20 of them. So that, w- that would be like 120 individually different records right. from individual artists. Yeah, and you're supposed to get multiple copies of each. but To each store that participates in mm-hmm. the record store day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he didn't get much at all. Uh, but luckily, the one I was looking for, a Grateful Dead one, was there. <laughs> he only had one copy. And since I was there before the store even opened, I got it. And he had a reasonable price on it. I think it was 35 bucks or something, hmm. maybe 40 And uh, those Grateful Dead record store day albums can get kind of expensive. Normally, they're triple albums. This was just a double album. But it was good. It's a live show from 72 uh, out of Houston. Yeah, but is this? are these albums now... <clears throat> I'm assuming they're not just re-releases of albums or CDs that we've had originally. So are they just milking and trying to find any kind of unheard of bootleg or, or live live recording that they haven't pumped out yet? Or is everything that they're putting out just, you know, old, new re-releases of old material? No, I don't think th- this stuff's ever been officially released. There's bootlegs of every single Grateful Dead show out there. Well, I know. That they're, <clears throat> they're one of those groups where the fans are completely crazy and just record everything, right? Yeah, they have like their own taper section where you can put up any kind of mics on big masts and oh, whatever really? you want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is, um, this show's noted for having a 25-minute uh, version of playing in the band. So I'll be looking. I haven't listened to it yet. I'll give that review later. How about that? Maybe another unboxing. We should try and... I wonder if there's a way for us to incorporate sample clips of that into the show. Um, or can you can you record that yourself and just put it on the YouTube? Like a five-minute clip? Or is that like a copyright thing? I think nowadays... Uh. <laughs> I think you can get away with that on YouTube now. You, there's something called... Um, God, what do they call it? Some kind of freedom of use license or something. And you can get away with clearance on these sort of things, but I don't know if it's worth it in the end. Hmm. Let's give, uh, I'll tell you how good it is, and you got to go out and get it. How about that? Why don't you grab some uh, Bruce Springsteen on those record store days? Um, I don't know if he put anything out this record store day. Hmm. Is there a site that people can go to to find out what's coming out? Like, it's what? Is it every month? No. Absolutely. Twice no. a year? What? Yeah, twice a year. Once in the spring and okay. once in the fall. Used to just be the spring one, but... So where do you go to look up the, look up this info? Oh, recordstoreday.com, I think it is, or RSD. And uh, they give you a full listing as the announcements come out of what you can expect um, to be out that day. But the trick is... You don't know what your store is going to get, hmm. and you don't know what the price is going to be. So for someone living in Barrie like me, it's only got two stores to choose from. 
you don't have much of a shot. But when I worked downtown Toronto, I could go on my lunch hour and hit seven record stores. Now, are the, are the prices fixed, or are they just determined by the sellers, meaning the stores? Uh, the stores uh, put their own price on there, mm. but I imagine that's based on what they had to pay, right? So the whole idea of Record Store Day is to get people back into record stores to help out the independent music stores. So it would really be counterintuitive for the record store um, proprietor to overprice their records and thusly remove people from the record store again. All right. I've so. still been meaning to grab myself a, a laptop, or a laptop, turntable, sorry. I don't know why I keep putting it off. You know what? You should come up to uh, this BJ's Records. They In their basement, they have a section of uh, vintage uh, turntables and receivers. Nice turntables, too. And Do uh, I want a vintage one, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Why not? I don't know. I appreciate the antique stuff. Is it? But I'm assuming that the new turntables, you know, mind you, there's not much technology, I guess, to improve upon, but they've probably made additions in terms of what kind of output you can do, right? Like, is it like output directly to computers now so you can do recording, or is it... Oh, yeah, sure, there's all that, but I don't know, if you want nice, pure sound, you want that nice what, what do vintage you got? technology. What's your turntable? Uh, it's just a JVC from the 80s, well, mid-range hmm. kind of record player, nothing nothing too ex that's the living room record player I should say um, and your basement record player uh, I think that's a Sears model one but if I recall uh, back in the 80s I think Sansui was the manufacturer for Sears audio equipment but I'm not 100% on that because you got a Sansui receiver right yeah in the living room nice yeah it's good. yeah my parents had a JVC one I believe I'm pretty sure it still works. They, it's just been sitting there for the last... Or they, it's... Shit, I remember it. A little kid listening to, like, <coughs> Kenny Rogers and Neil Diamond on it. Because that's what my parents were into, right? So, uh, That was probably... Shit, I think it's, like, what? 30 years old now. Well, yeah. Like, They'd probably be happy to get rid of it. Yeah. You should hold. I looked up mine. It, like I said, I think it's from 82 or something like that, and it retailed back then for $200. So that wow. would have been quite a price back then. Oh, yeah, I should just ask my parents if I can take theirs. Basically, you want one that's uh, clutch-driven, not belt, because the belt over time, you know, right. expands mm. and it affects your pitch. So if it's clutch-driven, you always get the same uh, speed. So clutch being the fact that it's, it'd be like a, I'm just trying to picture like an automobile clutch, right? Is it driven by teeth as opposed to the belt, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The fuck's so funny? <laughs> Nothing. It's the middle of the night, man. Yeah. Or we're back tonight, I should say, eh? Uh, for this one, yep. <clears throat> Though we're still not in our original recording room, so. No, as the sound, probably, you can tell by the sound. And we're uh, finger-trapping the single microphone again. Finger-trap? Yeah. Spit-roasting it. Chinese finger-trapping? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> 
Well, I get it. <laughs> I don't know. If you got you got to specify what kind of finger trap, though. Oh, okay. Uh, that could be a different thing up in Barrie as opposed to. But uh, enough about me, man. This is usually Joe's hour every <clears throat> podcast. Shit, so. nothing's been going on, dude. Well, last I got, my voice is fucked. I got something in my throat. Make me cough every two minutes. He's still got this fake cough. Sounds like uh, Susan Lucci acting like she's in the hospital or something. All my children. Hey. <laughs> Most nominated uh, daytime actress. That's right. Yeah. She still only has one win. <laughs> That's good. So. That's pretty good. I'll take that, man. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> what was going on? We've talked about everything recently. Well, let's get people back up to date. Will you finally watch the finale of Walking Dead? Yeah, though not together. So that was a bit of a disappointment. It, um, yeah, certainly a shocking point in it with, I guess it's not worried about spoilers anymore, but with uh, Beth getting her head blown off. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect, I should have saw it coming, but I didn't expect it. Especially when they, they teased how the sister was going to get back together with her. And she's like, come on, let's go Yeah, I should have known something was up with that. We're all going to be happy again. Should have seen that one coming. But it was, it was just so well done. It was just kind of got you out of your chair. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was, uh, ni- it was nice to see. <clears throat> I enjoyed seeing Rick get really angry with everybody. I'm still waiting for him to with that beard of his to go hobo man crazy and start doing bum fights or something and killing everybody. <laughs> the man needs a shower. Can it? Can they have a shower somewhere? Like, I don't they care about the shower. In the... Just, uh, he's a good-looking guy. He needs to get rid of that. Because the, at the end, they show the promo for the, the continuation of this season, right? When they come back after their fucking whatever you call it, half-season hiatus. And uh, the beard's even puffier and grayer and... Oh, yeah. He, he's full beardo. Yeah. So it just reminds me. I don't like him seeing like that because, to me, it's him turning into, uh, fuck, it's been so long now, but who's the old the old man that died mm-hmm. that was with them originally driving the RV? Oh. You know, he um, died on the farm. Yeah, yeah. Season three, <laughs> I think. Here we are trying to remember names again. Uh, uh, oh, not, Dale. Yeah, Dale. I, I was about to say Herschel, but it wasn't Herschel. Yeah, it was yeah Dale. Dale. Yeah. So I, I just don't want Rick Rick's character to turn into like the senior father figure of the group, where you know, obviously he's not in that age bracket, but he's well, certainly looking at like that with the beard, right? I think that'll happen, but way down the road. Um, again, like I hate to point out to you that all my predictions—if you listen back to all the shows—they well, all do you do came that to true. Yourself? They all came true, right? I don't remember what you said. <laughs> Everything I said I'm saying, came true. Why do you do that to yourself? Just sit there and enjoy it. I do enjoy it, but I like, uh, that's a weird thing. I really enjoyed this half season, even though eh, I knew what was going to happen every which Stop way. Stop speculating on stuff and just uh, sit well, back, let your mind go here blank. For, is to speculate, right? So do you want to hear my prediction for the second half? Sure. Okay, so they're finally going to get involved with the community. Well, yeah, because they teased that already, though, at the end of the season. No, no, they, they did. Didn't. No, no, the they're just was, going down the road. Yeah, they're trying to figure out if they should head to some place. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Well, I'm saying they're actually going to get involved with a community. Because uh, they're on their way to Chicago, right? I think they're going to continue to go there. Chicago? Yeah, it wasn't Chicago or Washington. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same city. They had to hit up some blues taverns. <laughs> had to stop at Chicago. <coughs> uh, yeah, there's gonna, yeah, they're going to get involved in the community, and then you're going to see a major evil character uh, make an appearance at the very end. Now, would you say, is this because of the comic, though? Because you're trying to be all Oracle-ish here, like Oracle <laughs> of Omaha. And I know you've read how many, I don't know where you're at in the comic series, but you're up there. So obviously you know a bit of what's going on. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think it'll parallel the comics a bit more. And uh, they'll get involved in the community. So your predictions are bullshit, then? No, it's like my predictions for the first part of the season had nothing to do with comics. It just was me being uh, smart and paying attention, whereas when you watch the show, your eyes are closed. Because I get scared. (laughs) Yeah, I'm tired. Oh, man. So you liked the episode, the finale. You were happy? I did. I I enjoy the show, and I I think I enjoy it more because I do watch it episode by episode instead of... uh, what do people call it? Speed watching, power watching, everything all at once. Binge, binge watching. It's nice to be able to actually. I find a lot of people aren't doing that now, where they're, you know, whatever you want to call it, water cooler talk, at work or, you know, the days when everybody would watch that special show on Sunday or whatever night and then talk about the next day, right? Yeah, yeah, for very, sure. Very few shows now seem to have that kind of feel. But I think Walking Dead tends to have that, where everybody looks forward to it on a Sunday night. Yeah, and people aren't waiting until, as you said, the season ends and yeah. then watch it all at once. Yeah, which is nice. And Talking Dead afterwards, did you watch that? Nope, missed that one. It was good. Uh, the girl who played Beth was a guest. And as soon as she started talking about her uh, character, she started tearing up immediately. She couldn't no, barely she, talk about it. She was balling. Yeah. Yeah, like that's how close-knit that cast is out in Georgia. Because she's been there since season... When did they get the farm? Season two, right? Yeah, I think season two. So. And this is what, six? Mm, five? Two, seasons, five, on, two seasons on the farm, so that's three. Prison was one, so four. Yeah, this was five, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, well yeah. done. Nice. Yeah. Good math. People didn't get to see you use your fingers there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. She was a, she was a guest with uh, Kirkman, the creator and yeah. writer, and uh, they had Key from Key and Peele. Oh, fuck. Who cares? Right. But uh, she was in tears trying to get through how devastating it was for her not to lose her character but uh, the last minute finding out in her real life that she no longer has a job and having to close up her apartment and get her personal effects all ready, you know, to leave Georgia. Mm. And she's in tears trying to get through it, and you could see Kirkman <laughs> sitting uncomfortably beside her as he was the guy ultimately to decide that she was done with the show. And it, was, it was good. So what do you think of this take now with getting into that same line of... Seems to be quite a few shows now that are killing off the main characters. Do you yeah. think that's going to be the trend now with a lot of programming? Uh, 
Maybe yeah. maybe not on the conventional side, because they don't seem to they don't seem to get that yet. But more on the pay side, like you know, HBO shows or whatnot. Yeah, definitely. Well, your conventional shows they gotta last forever in the network mind, so they don't like losing uh, popular characters for sure. They don't want any chance of losing viewers. Whereas cable shows, they like to take chances. I heard Sons of Anarchy, something. Well, don't, because I'm still. Uh, something major happened. I'm two seasons behind on that show. Something major. Something major happened. I don't even watch the show, but I just heard. Lots of, lots of people. Lots of people got, uh, might, might have got taken out, Joe. I, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of losing a major character, I finally started watching this season's Game of Thrones. And I'm only up to see, uh, episode four, but I was blown away in three when I saw uh, King Joffrey get poisoned to death. Yeah, well, that was crazy when it happened, what, a year ago now? Yeah, well, no, <laughs> this year sometime, but I was, that, that was another shocking moment, and this just gets back to my point where, well, uh, what's his face? Uh, fucking creator guy, George? Yeah. Or Martin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just bought his books, remember? <laughs> yeah, but I haven't opened them yet. <laughs> Nor will you ever. The guy reminds me of Peter Jackson, so I, was, I had his head in my, his name in my head. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it certainly uh, seems to be the trend, like you said, with the, the cable shows of, you know, no mercy on the characters. In a way, it's good, but in, in terms of keeping the audience on their toes and, and keeping things fresh, but when you start killing off you know, characters that you really love. Like, I know for me, Walking Dead, if they ever killed off Rick, I'd probably stop caring about the show. Yeah, which they won't touch Rick. They know not to touch Rick or Daryl. Yeah. And Kirkman's admitted that over and over again. I can't I can't get rid of Daryl. Yeah. So. But everyone else's game. Well, that's a lot of the other characters you don't really give a shit about, right? I could care less about... Uh, Half the characters on Walking Dead. So fine, if they leave, then good, good rinse. No, you. I think, you know, you still care about the big side players like Michonne and. Uh, yeah, because she's cool. Uh, Glenn. Glenn's been with us from the beginning. Yeah. So. Glenn and his wife, I guess, Maggie. Mm hmm. Well, you but like aside from that, you know, Carol could get killed off, and who cares? And. I don't know, Carol's like Terminator now, though. And, uh, shit, big big black guy with the uh, handyman's uh, hammer there. What's his name? Tyrese. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a roofer's hammer. He's a good guy, but, again, you know, if he disappears. Abraham, well, a lot of those characters still have yet to uh, go off and make an impact on their own. So, which will happen soon. According to the comic guru. According to my foresight yeah. on uh, the show. Yes, I won't be betting you on these ones. Uh, what else have you been catching up on? TV show-wise? Yeah. Well, that was it. I finished, uh, I plowed through, mind you, there's only eight episodes of The Intruders, which was on earlier this year, which was fantastic. I have no idea what that is. Check it out, Intruders. I have no idea what that is. It's only eight shows. Intruders. Yeah. Yeah. 
<coughs> I talked about in the last episode. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is this on space? It's on space. It's about uh, supposedly how a certain number of the human race basically have multiple lives where once they're killed off, they're reborn inside another body. All right. So. But as they're dying, they're shown a trigger item, like whatever, say a, a shell or like a, a chess piece or something, right? So that whenever the currently existing or living members of that society find the new reincarnation of, of the other member at whatever age that they show them this trigger device and it somehow triggers uh, you know the second per- soul inside that body to, to awaken and push out the newborn so that the old being could come over and take over the body oh alright so it's not aliens per se but it's Along that line. Yeah, body but, snatchers. Yeah, but the acting is fantastic. The story is dark. There's nothing cheesy about it. It's along the same lines as the shows we were watching from the BBC with uh, uh, the French shows. Right. The Return? The Return, French yeah. version? Yeah. It's like that same feel. Uh, certainly not as good because that was off the chart. What about this other show that's coming on space? The librarians. Have you heard anything about that? Who's in it? I think Noah Weil is in it. Hmm. I, I know the name, and now that you mentioned Noah, I, I, I remember it a bit more. But yeah, I've just seen a couple of promos. Yeah, it looks interesting, but it could look could be very hokey at the same time. Because hmm. he was in that other Alien show. Um, <clears throat> is that still on too? Fuck. It can't be because if he's in this other show, but. I, I you know, know which one I'm talking about. about. Yeah, it looks it looks like something. It's the one you said you were interested in. I said I had saw like the first five episodes. And it was super CG heavy. Yeah. Well, they have a budget, <clears throat> so what can you do? Independent science fiction show. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind checking that show. What, what the hell is that show called? I think it's called Intruders. Hmm. Right. You're probably right. If I, if I had fucking internet access right now. <laughs> so you think it's called Intruders? We'll go by Intruders. The show Noah Weil was in. No, Intruders is the one that I watch. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm fucking doing two things here at once. Relax. Uh, oh, boy. Well, don't. Don't do the other thing because I need full Joe on here. I'll give you full on Joe. <laughs> you always complain when I do, though. I don't think you could get to full on Joe at this point part of the night so I'm here I'm I'm here and I'm ready to go all Uh, right but aside from TV that's uh I got a new hot water tank installed is that exciting right you told me you had a new hot water tank installed but you had nothing wrong with the old one so what was the impetus to do this it was old Mm, it was 11 years old mm, not not crazy old though, right? They can go twenty five years. Yeah, but we wanted a new one, and then we upgraded ten gallon sizes. Okay. So for two bucks more a month, we got a new new tank. You didn't get scammed by one of these door to door. No, water but tank funny enough, was 
<clears throat> what, what day is today? Okay, so the day that we got to put in, which is Wednesday, I believe, uh, direct energy came over, took out the old one, put the new one in, did whatever, right? The next day, I was out in the garage, and these two fucking kids come up to the door saying, oh, we're doing some kind of, uh, uh, not research, but we're checking, checking on your hot water tank rentals, and we just need to come in and get your serial number. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck off. What a, are they that stupid? We need to get your serial number. Well, you just I just got the tank yesterday. You guys don't have it? Where'd they say they were from? They didn't specify. Wow. But they brought they they said the names uh Enbridge and Direct Energy. Oh, we're everyone. Yeah. So did you throw your feces at them mm -hmm. and no i just said no thanks and turned around and walked away while they're still talking and I went back into the garage 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 <laughs> but i would have loved to have got the baseball bat and just fucking wailed on them why didn't you go uh tankless because who's got that kind of money it's not really that much more <sighs> i can't be what's the point well instant hot water uh, as opposed to Waiting 10 seconds for the hot water to warm up. Plus, it's a savings on your bill. Did you do any research uh, before you got a new tank? No. Hmm. Got a new tank. Okay. That's uh What am I going to research on? What? Direct energy is when you're only going to bring you one kind of tank. Well, you could have researched tankless. I did have that option at, my old, at the old house we were at. Yeah. We said, fuck it, because it was more money. <laughs> Here it is, Noah, Noah Wiley and Rebecca... Wiley? Noah, Wiley I always call Coyote. him Wiley. He's fucking okay. Wiley. Noah Wiley and Rebecca Roman. Romaine? That's what I said. <laughs> Christ. I keep calling her Rebecca Romaine Stamus, but it's not. she's not married to oh, me anymore. Well, right? she'll always be Romaine Stamus to me. Promises TNT's librarians is like nothing else on TV. Yeah. Uh, uh, magical artifacts, ninjas in Oklahoma, and a blowtorch made of prosciutto and a cucumber. Of uh, what? And a blowtorch made of prosciutto and Pros a cucumber. A prosciutto? <laughs> Must be the librarian's new adventure fantasy series. A follow-up <laughs> to the network's librarian movie trilogy. What? Which first bowed a decade ago. Never heard of it. <coughs> So uh, Noah's reprising his role as Flynn Carson, a titular librarian responsible for finding and projecting objects of mythical importance. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like that show Dude, we had. Dude, this sounds like uh, fucking shit. What was that show we had years ago where they went and hunted uh, relics? The that... Relic Hunter? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was another Canadian show before that where they were haunted relics and they had to... Uh... Area 51? No. Warehouse? 62? No. God damn it. What was it? Where they, they had to collect these relics saying? before they haunted people and shit. What? Yeah, that sounds like retarded. Yeah, well, it was Canadian. What the hell was that? People are screaming, screaming at their speakers right now. Uh, what the f... Poltergeist? It was something like that. Yeah, it had like a movie title, but didn't have anything to do with the movie. 
All right. Well, I'm going to sleep because that's fucking dumb. Uh, we'll get... They'll come to me within a couple shows. <sighs> I'm trying to figure this... Sh yeah. What are you trying to figure out? I'm trying to see what else this librarians is about, man. Oh. Uh, well... I never heard of the movie trilogy, so... Maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. When does it air? So people can not tune into it? TNT, they're the same folks that did uh, The Last Ship, isn't it? <clears throat> I don't know, because I heard on Space as well, right? Yeah, but you watched that too, didn't you? I did. I, I pushed through. Fuck. It was good and bad at the same time, so I don't know. I pushed through, and I, I saw the entire season. I don't know if I have it in me to watch the rest of or the season two. Well, it definitely has potential. It, no, it, yeah, it was frustrating. <clears throat> Librarians airs on Sunday, December 7th at 8 p.m. with a special two-hour premiere on TNT. So what's TNT for us? Do we even get that? Mm, I don't know. Used to. It's not on my dial. Maybe it's in the SDs. I don't know. I don't go... I don't truck through the SDs very often. Well, it sounds... I don't know. I was going to say it sounds interesting, but... I think it just sounds like it's going to be like shit. But there's... Um, what else? We have some news on our show, right? We updated some graphic packages. Well, you did. Well, yes, yeah, so, someone had to. I couldn't do it last <laughs> night, man. I was not in the mood. You were not in the mood. Do you want to expand on that? No. Because that would make well, a great show. Yeah. Well, that would make a I... fucking number one show, people. <clears throat> wife and I have an argument. Well, not even an argument. She uh, was texting me yesterday, right at the start of my shift, and uh, she was not pleased with some things at home, so that put me in a fucking foul mood. Did it ever? Oh, sitting here beside a... Oh. Jeez, I don't even know what to call you. You're a big moop all night long, that's all. Big moop. Uh, uh, my, my friends know what you're talking about when you say moop. <laughs> they know what moop means. But I threatened you to get your act together for a day two, and uh, you got your act together, so we're here. Despite no movement on the home front, I take it, eh? Nope. Well, we'll get into that. I'll give that its own show. We'll just go right down to the depths of what uh, what went between Joe and his wife. And I could only guess what it could be. I know. And I can see going the other way, where she doesn't prepare like a lasagna exactly the way you'd like it, but I don't know about the other way, where she's mad at you. I Ah, oh, could be so many things. Could be so many things. I, she could have just stumbled upon a big Transformers cache hidden away in some cavity of some wall somewhere. <laughs> that, <laughs> maybe that was it. Not, though not necessarily in a cavity, but... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, she's not pleased with my, uh, the amount of uh, Transformers I have. So I think I need to do a purging. Well, let's get in that next show. Anyways, check out our new... Uh, our new graphics package. <laughs> we had to rip off all the images from the internet, of course, but, you know. There's nothing to fucking check out. It's what, just a okay. picture. Yeah, well, at least it's something. We have a new logo, right? We do. It's not perfect yet, but. Oh, thank the, you. The design is there. <laughs> you, you did a good job pulling it up. Oh, my. I worked 12 hours on it, and uh, we get the, it's not there yet, but. 
Well, the lines aren't perfectly straight. It's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to it's be. It's supposed to symbolize something, though, to us. And when the lines are all wonky... Yeah, it's because it's casual. We're, we're cash, right? It's not angled properly, right? We're casual. Do you have anything else you want to wrap about? Yeah, I think that's enough for today. Yeah? I'm yeah. good. Do you got anything? No, I'm still bummed out, dude. I know. Um, thanks to the listeners. Get us some comments. Well, <laughs> we're on iTunes now. We and def- Stitcher. We desperately <coughs> need some iTunes Well, reviews. tell them what you got to do to iTunes. What do I have to do? You no. got to listen through iTunes. Go to iTunes, and when you're either listening or just checking it out, please leave a comment. Um, it will help boost our, our ratings, as well as on Stitcher as well. Yeah, that's good. Okay, brother. Thanks a lot, folks. Post and post it. <laughs>